This is Real Estate Rookie, episode 164. My name is Ashley Kerr, and I'm here with my co-host, Tony Robinson. And welcome to the Real Estate Rookie Podcast, where every week, twice a week, we bring you the inspiration, the information, the education you need to get started as a real estate investor or keep going if you just got started. So Ashley, I see that you're not by yourself. You're not in your closet. <laughs> There's a man behind you who's got a big grin on his face. So I feel like you got some good news to share. What's happening? What's going on? In my DMs, I was reading a question. I was going through and looking through what one we should read off today to do for our rookie reply. And I got a question from Nash that was just about how he wants to quit his job and become a real estate investor. So I thought this question would go perfect with what happened to my business partner, Daryl, today. So I'm going to bring Daryl Clinch onto the show today. Are current interest rates making you depressed about cash flow? What if it didn't have to be that way? Rent to Retirement has 2.99% seller financing available on turnkey properties. You heard that right. That's a seller financed 2.99% interest rate where the average cash flow is over $900 per month. They also have options where you can put as low as 5% down on multiple investment properties with no PMI. Rent to Retirement is the nation's leading turnkey investment company that understands what it takes to be successful in today's dynamic real estate market. Their reputation speaks for itself with more five-star reviews than any other company on the Bigger Pockets website. Rent to Retirement offers fully turnkey properties that are newly built or renovated, leased and managed, allowing you to invest with confidence in the markets that offer the best returns. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's rent. T-O, retirement.com, or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. Remember when you had to pay to get a Leeds phone number? It was like the dark ages, until Deal Machine made skip tracing a thing of the past. Now, with your Deal Machine plan, you'll get unlimited access to phone numbers and contact information for no extra cost. That's right. Get high quality, reliable information trusted by leading financial institutions, all fully compliant with the federal do not call list. Explore over 150 data points, including age, gender, marital status, occupation, and a ton more. Trust me, this is the data you need for off-market deals. With new filters, people flags, and color-coded phone numbers, lead management just got a ton easier. Ready to step up your investing game? Sign up for a Deal Machine plan today and gain immediate access to this unlimited treasure trove of contact information and phone numbers. Just head to dealmachine.com bp. Transform your lead generation and deal-making strategies with Deal Machine. Sign up today and start exploring the unlimited possibilities at dealmachine.com slash BP. Hello. Hi, everyone. <laughs> and to talk about something amazing that he did today. So, Daryl, what did you do today? So, today I officially quit my W-2 job. And he's going Woo! to be a full-time real estate investor. Woo! yeah, yeah. Can we give him the backstory like, Dara, how long were you on that job for? I think that's even more impressive of the feat, the fact that you're walking away. Yeah. So I've been working in the Bricklayers Union and with the company that I work for, for 16 years, I've been doing it. Wow. And why years. did you want to quit? What were the reasons? Um, during these 16 years, I constantly was working out of town in hotels, 
just away from my family all summer long, never home, away from friends, just losing. I felt like I was losing out on everything. And just, and I mean, the work too, it was like hard work definitely took a toll on your body and stuff. So it just, I knew I wasn't going to last and seeing the older guys that were kind of getting out of it and in their sixties and stuff and just could barely walk their knees. So I just, I knew it wasn't somewhere that I wanted to be for the rest of my life. So I knew I needed to change. So this summer, Daryl and I started talking about real estate investing and how he wanted to pursue something else and change his life and get more time back. So I introduced him to real estate investing. And when he got laid off in the winter, he started doing anything and everything he could to learn the business, to help me. And we got a bunch of properties under contract and he lives very well below his means and... (laughs) So we figured out how to make it work so he can quit his job. I just want to ask one clarifying question, Daryl. So for a lot of people, even if they hate their job, even if they get up every morning and they hate the idea of getting out of bed, they still do it. Millions and millions of people do it every single day. And they do it because there's a certain level of security, false security in my mind, right? But there's a certain level of security that comes along with having that steady paycheck. So A, were you feeling that way? Like, were you feeling afraid of that lack of security that comes along with having that regular job? And if so, B, why wasn't that fear big enough to hold you back from taking this big leap? So yeah, I definitely was super nervous about change just because when you even think about it, you're wondering like, how am I gonna pay my bills? none of that you understand until you start getting into it and being like, okay, you know, like I can get paid from this or this or this. So yeah, just thinking, how am I going to pay my bills? And I have a 10 year old son and what I'm going to do. And yeah, the waking up every morning, just knowing that I had to go to a job that I hated and was just miserable with was awful. I didn't even want to get out of the bed and do it. I live below my means. So like thinking like, yeah, this could work out. So yeah, the fear of it thinking, okay, what's the worst thing that could happen? Well, I'm in a hiring union. So the worst thing that I thought that could happen, well, if this don't work out, I can always call my union up and there's always work or companies that need workers and whatnot. So I figured, hey, you know, if this don't work out, I know I can get hired back on with a company. And then the company that I also just left, I don't think I burnt any bridges doing it. And I was really professional about it. So they constantly have so much work. So I also think if I need to go back or whatever, that they would bring me back on. Worst case scenario, he goes back to what the majority of Americans are doing, goes back to a job. (laughs) So I think just one thing about Daryl is that he spent his winter when he was laid off, like learning as much as he could when he just could have been you know, accepted. This is my life. This is normal. And just hung out snowboarding all winter and then went back to his job. But he has worked alongside me every single day for no money (laughs) and has learned everything. And, you know, we've acquired a bunch of properties together. So I'm very proud of you. Thank you. I love Daryl that you went kind of like, okay, what is the worst case scenario? And I feel like that's the part that a lot of people don't do. Right. It's like, yeah, the worst case scenario for me is like, if this doesn't work out, I'll just go and get another job, right? (laughs) It's 
everyone else has that same opportunity. If I failed miserably as a real estate investor, I'm a smart enough guy. I can go out and probably find another job doing something. I'm actually saying for you, if all of your properties in Buffalo burned down today and you had no cash to get started and you needed to, you could go out and find a job somewhere too. And it's like everyone has that same ability. But I think the idea of starting over scares people a lot. But what I would challenge most of our listeners to think about is what is scarier? the fear of stepping out and betting on yourself or the idea of looking back 30, 40 years from now and never having done that in the first place. And I feel like for most people, you would be more upset with yourself if you didn't try. But you tried, Daryl. And dude, I'm super happy for you, man. Thanks. I definitely thought about things and you need to kind of take a bet on yourself and understand that you can do it. If someone else can do it, you can do it. So I took a bet on myself and that's what I told my boss. I'm ready to make money for me and stop making someone else wealthy. So here Your I Your ex-boss, you no yeah, longer have right, a boss. My, my ex-boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's that saying? Oh, I was just going to say about the boss thing, right? Like you, you talked about making your boss wealthy. It's like a meme I've seen floating around the internet a bunch of times where the employee walks up to the boss and he tells the boss like, hey, the boss is driving like a really nice Ferrari or something like that. And the employee's like, man, I really love your car, boss. It's amazing. And the boss turns to the employee and says, you know, if you work really hard, you put in extra hours, I'll be able to buy myself a second one. You know, and it's like, how <laughs> yeah. true is that? And I think one thing that we have talked about a lot is changing Daryl's mindset of just that he has the ability to not have to work to someone and to kind of build that own financial freedom, build that wealth and to create time. That's one thing that's super important to him and important to me. And I tried to show him that with real estate, you can do that. And do you have more time or less time now? <laughs> oh, I definitely have more time. And it's nice just to kind of do the work when you want to do it too. You don't have that anxiety of a boss calling you constantly when's this getting done that getting done you know like if you want to go do something i can go do it and then be like well i can just do what i need to do when i get home or if i can't sleep i can do the work late at night whatever i need to get done i would say for some action items for someone who's in daryl's position that want to get out of their w-2 job is first of all, the easiest thing is find somebody to partner with or start working alongside another investor like Daryl did. What value can you provide to that investor? So Daryl did quality control in the military. He has a, a lot of value and a lot of capabilities that I suck at uh, from that, that side. And then also he was a foreman in his union. So like managing people, which I don't like to do and I don't feel like I'm good at. He's been able to manage our contractors. He has construction experience. He has all of these strengths that are my weaknesses. And another thing to do too, is if you do want to leave your job, Daryl took a, a notebook and wrote down every single expense that he has in his life and looked at, okay, what do I need to live on a month? And it was actually way less than what you thought it was too. And then also looked at, okay, if possible, what are some things that I could actually cut? So he is giving himself kind of a little, this winter, a buffer of time where he really isn't bringing in any income. And then once our properties are rehabbed, then he will be making hopefully more than he did last year by the end of the year, if everything goes 
as planned. I love those steps, Ashley, but I'm going to one up you. There is an even easier way to leave your W-2 and that's doing it the way that I did it where you just get fired because then, you, you know, you don't even <laughs> got a choice. So, but it's, work, it's worked out pretty well for me. I think the idea of kind of figuring out what your expenses are and using that as your target. If I take a step back, right? Like I just put out a YouTube video about this and it was about the different levels of financial freedom, right? Like on the bottom level, you have financial disparity where you're living paycheck to paycheck or maybe not even paycheck to paycheck, but right, really tough financial situation, right? Then above financial disparity, you have financial dependence where you're working a day job, all of your bills are covered, but you're still reliant and dependent on your job to like survive. And then the next step is financial independence, where all of your income from your businesses, from your entrepreneurial endeavors, from your investments are enough to cover your expenses. So now you don't have to worry about that job. And then once you get past financial independence, there's other levels of financial freedom where you've got like FU money, right? Where you can get the yachts and the jets and all that good stuff. But there's different levels to that. But to move out of, my point is I think people oftentimes underestimate how much money they need to be bringing in to have the option to step away from their job. If your monthly expenses are $1,000 a month, then you only need $1,000 a month in cash flow to replace your income. And obviously, I think having like a decent safety net is helpful as well. Like when we stepped away, we had a lot of money in the bank. But I mean, if you've got steady cash flow coming in, you're kind of the risky type of person. You might not even need that big of nest egg to be able to walk away from. Tony, that was awesome. That was great. So make sure you guys go and check out Tony's YouTube video <laughs> that goes into more detail on that. That was a great description. Thank you for sharing that with us. Cool. Well, Daryl, congratulations, man. We need all the rookies to go on to Daryl's Instagram and like thank him, congratulate him. I know there's like a time travel thing in podcasting. So by the time this airs, it'll be like several weeks after he actually quit. But I'm sure he'll still appreciate if you guys go back. And Daryl, what's your Instagram? Daryl C138. Well, thank you guys so much for watching or listening to this week's Rookie Reply. And we will be back on Wednesday with a guest. And you guys let us know in the Real Estate Rookie Facebook group if you have quit your job, retired, and are pursuing real estate investing full time. We would love to hear it and congratulate you guys. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Getting started in real estate can be daunting. There's so much to know, obstacles to overcome, lessons to learn, and risks to avoid. It can all be so overwhelming. If you're feeling motivated to invest, but too overwhelmed to take action, here's some advice. Take it one step at a time. And here's some good news for you. The Rookie Bootcamp is starting on May 20th, and Tyler and Ashley will be guiding you through each and every step until you're the proud, confident owner of your first investment property. Through eight action-packed weeks, they'll guide you step-by-step through those first questions, decisions, and obstacles that every beginner investor must overcome. So if you're serious about becoming an investor this year, head to biggerpockets.com step and join us in the Rookie Bootcamp. See you there. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. Past performance is not indicative of future results and all host and participant opinions are their own. Investment in any asset, real estate included, involves risk. Use your best judgment and consult with qualified advisors before investing. Only risk capital you can afford to lose. Bigger Pockets LLC disclaims all liability for direct, indirect, consequential, or other damages arising from reliance upon information presented in this podcast.